much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I am your host, Greg Fowler, traveling around the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals um, in our field from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, really gathering insight and information on what drives them, what inspires them, what really takes their business to the highest of highs and what I would like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest, Treasure Davis, is our feature real estate time today. Treasure, thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you so much. Really Thank you. Really appreciate it. So uh, we're going to kind of go through this in normal fashion, just okay. breaking down um, you know, the questions, really shedding a window or a light on you and your background and what really makes you a Titan treasure. So okay. uh, I'm super excited, but let's just dive right in. Um, introduce yourself. You know, Let everybody know who you are. Okay. So my name is Treasure Davis. I am native to Colorado Springs. Awesome. Um, a lot of people don't know that. Okay. Um, I did not grow up here though. I grew up in Kansas City. Okay. Um, and then um, I graduated high school at um, 17 and I graduated with a nursing degree. No way. So um, I moved out, well I came out for the summer to see my parents. They lived in Salida, okay. um, Colorado. And so I came out to see them um, and ended up meeting my husband and was going to continue nursing school um, okay. and just something shifted. So sure. I've been, I don't know if you want me to fast forward or not, but I've been a realtor in Colorado Springs since 2005. Okay. Um, and have been here ever since. Um, but a little bit about me is that um, kind of my background yeah. is I started off in the medical field. Okay. So um, what was, was it that really? you know, got you involved into that in the first place? Because that's a, that's a different industry altogether than real estate. Um, I think a lot of it was being in high school mm -hmm. and I was 16 and I was like, there's got to be more to life than high school. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> and so fair I was enough. super bored in high school. And okay. so they were like, we need to do some things to, you know, get you doing different things. Because I had done, I had completed all of my education that I okay. needed to do in high school. So they were like, let's put you in nursing school. Um, and so my senior year of high school, I went to nursing school. Hmm. I had a marketing class for an hour where I sold candy wow. in the lunchroom, and then I went to work. Okay. So <laughs> that's, that's a great senior year, yeah, a really. long time ago. Yeah. But, um, and so that's just what, you know, the counselor was like, why don't you try this? And I'm like, eh, okay, okay, I'll do that. Fair enough. So then I moved out to Salida, and um, when we were doing our clinicals and nursing, mm -hmm. um, it was much different because we were in a teaching hospital and a teaching nursing home. Uh -huh. And so the care and the level of service that's provided to the residents is, or the patients is a lot different. Okay. And so when I got into the nursing field, I literally cried every single day. Get out. It was not my thing Wow. because um, I went to work in a nursing home because I was I loved it during clinicals and sure. so I was in a really small town with like one stoplight at the time so okay. there was not a lot of truly small town truly okay. small town one stoplight okay. so there was not an opportunity to like oh I'll just go work at somewhere else right. you know? and so then I was like well that's not really my thing so um, I left that and decided to become a waitress because you know I was 17 and I needed money right and so I did that and then I was like gosh I'm I'm bored I gotta do more mm -hmm. so I um, became a dental assistant Wow so I was a dental assistant and I loved the people that I worked with it was fantastic and then I did that for a few years and then I was like I'm bored there's nothing else I can do I will always be you know a dental assistant which is I'm not knocking that I'm no, just saying not at all for me I needed to have 
where I would have no ceiling on growth and opportunity and success. So okay. for me, that's what I needed. Wow. Um, and so I decided to go work at the prison in Buena Vista. Oh, Did you know that gosh, about me? No. <laughs> I don't know if anybody knew that about Charlie. Okay. Mess with me. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> so I worked at a medium security male prison okay. in Buena Vista. Wow. Um, and so I started off in the division called custody and control. So I worked for the major. Okay. And then worked my way up. And so when I left there, my end job was working um, for the warden. And I would get our cases together for the attorney generals. Wow. So when the inmates would sue, I'd get everything ready to send to the attorney generals. Yeah. So it was an amazing job. Okay. Um, I was also the president of the employee council. Huh. So to make sure that the morale of everybody working in the prison stayed good, because as you can probably imagine, morale of people working there is tough. Probably not Because so they're yeah. not seeing or dealing with the greatest things. Okay. Um, so I did that, and um, I got pregnant with my first daughter. Oh, um, great. Yes. And um, I'm going to just go super deep. Oh, yeah. Just, like, let's let you have let's it. do okay. it. Let's do it. Let yeah. everybody out there yeah. have it. So um, I started having dreams that I was going to have my baby in prison. No I know that sounds super no weird, right? Yeah, yeah. And because we lived in Salida, okay. and that's where the hospital was, mm -hmm. and Univista didn't have a hospital. And so I started just feeling like things weren't right, but everything was checking out perfect. But I just had this like intuition that like, I don't know, something's not right. Okay. And sure. so um, I was like, if I go into labor, they're going to keep me at the hospital. They're going to keep me here right. until the plane can land to pick me up to bring me to Springs. Okay. So that's why I kept thinking like, that makes logical sense to me. Mm -hmm. They're not going to put me in a car and drive me 30 minutes to the nearest hospital. Right. Um, and so one night I was sleeping and I woke up and I was like, something's not right. So okay. obviously I didn't go to work, thank goodness. Right. And I ended up going to um, the doctor and he was like, I was 28 weeks along and wow. you're pretty close there with your yeah, wife. You're yeah. like 20, 23. Yeah. Okay. Um, and um, so they were like, you're going to have a baby. And I was like, 28 weeks is way too early wow so i stayed in the hospital for a week and i'm getting to how yeah. i found real estate yeah, yeah. no this is good okay. this is good we're gathering <laughs> people inside. don't know me they're that's really it. gonna know me after <laughs> today right. so the good bad whatever this is good this is good um so i went to, so i stayed in the hospital and slided for about a week okay and then they were like gosh there's not a lot we can do for you and the baby mm -hmm. here so we're gonna flight for life to you to Colorado Springs. Okay. Um, but the weather was too bad, so they had to ambulance me to the Salida, excuse me, to the Colorado Springs Hospital. Wow. So um, they ambulanced me to Colorado Springs. I was in the hospital, so I went to back up a second. Mm -hmm. My husband and I had not only, we both worked at the prison. Okay. So he was a, he was an officer. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. We did not meet in prison. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's another story. <laughs> yeah, we did not meet in prison. Um, so my husband worked there as an officer. I worked there. He had a sprinkler business. Okay. And I had a wedding store. No way. And so we had all four of those businesses going. We were super busy, super oh, active. Nice. Again, I'm not the one who likes to do one thing. I like to have my hands in lots of things and lots of businesses. And, right. And so I went from literally running all of that to flat on my back. Wow. For, I could get up for 30 minutes a day. And oh, I could either have a, a shower or a wheelchair ride. No way. So I can remember, since we're best friends, yeah, right? That's right. That's okay. right. 
So I can remember taking a ride in the wheelchair and um, my husband took me down to the kitchen, mm-hmm. you know, and so I can remember going down there and going like, they have string cheese down here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have been holding out on me. How dare you? <laughs> I've been cheese. in the hospital for four weeks. Like, oh, gosh. I mean, it was really, really tough. And I think during that time, I learned and reflected a lot about myself because okay. it didn't become... It wasn't about me. Mm-hmm. It was about getting my daughter here healthy. And wow. so when people are in that situation, they say, like, one day the mom's in the hospital, saves the baby three days in intensive care. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. So it was a really big deal. So fast forward, she is born, okay. um, and she is born at 32 weeks. Okay. So then we spend the next five weeks in the hospital uh, in Colorado gosh. Springs. Okay. We live in Salida. We okay. don't live here. My husband had to go back to work because he did not have nine weeks of leave okay. saved up. Right. So when we went to leave the hospital, and I'm going to tie this on together. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. Um, so they were like, well, you are leaving the hospital. And I'm like, where am I going? Right. I don't live here. Sure. I, I don't have anything here, mm-hmm. you know. And the thought of leaving your baby, you will experience this very, very soon, yes, yeah. is like I would rather not live than leave my baby sure and so they were like well you can go stay at the ronald mcdonald house and i was like hmm. what's that you know <laughs> right at the and, time. What? and they were like it's a house where you stay out with other families and you know you kind of share spaces and i was like "Ooh, wow. i don't want to do that yeah, and they yeah. were like that's your choice or you can stay in a hotel mm-hmm. but this way you know they'll there's other moms and families there that are going through the same situation and so i was like well, I'll go check it out. Okay. Like, I'll just go check it out. So the minute I walked the door of the house here in Colorado Springs, it was like I was home. Wow. And they greeted me so nicely. Of course, I cried the half a block it is from okay. the hospital to the front door of the Ronald McDonald house. Cried my eyes out. Wow. And I walked in and I was like, okay, we're going to get through this. Okay. And so I spent the next five weeks living in the Ronald McDonald house, I had to like abandon everything. Unreal. Um, and that was a really dark, hard time in my life because I went from running businesses to, mm-hmm. you know, having my house and all of that to all I cared about was this baby. Yeah. That was my whole world. Mm-hmm. Um, and also during that time, you learn a lot about yourself right. and what you can do and and what's really important to like who you are. For sure. Um, so we we leave the hospital. She's there for five weeks. We mm-hmm. leave the hospital. We go back to Colorado Springs, or we go back to Salida. Okay. Um, and we get there, and I'm like, my heart's just not here anymore. Hmm. My heart is because she was born eight weeks early. Okay. So we didn't know if she was going to have needs that needed to be met. Thank goodness she did not. Oh, She's good. very healthy. Okay. Um, she's now almost 15. We were talking about that earlier. Yeah, crazy. Um, time but flies. it does fly. Um, but during that time, I just wanted to be where if she needed something, I could get her something. So they say, like, when kids are early, that sometimes their balance is off because, you know, things didn't develop all the way like they should have. So I was like, well, I got to put her in like gymnastics so she can just kind of work that out. Ah, Kind of like a hard love, you know, tough love kind of like, you're going to work this out, kid. Yeah. And um, so I was like, I got to go to Colorado Springs. Okay. So Mm -hmm. my 
father-in-law was selling real estate in Colorado Springs. Aha. Okay. And um, every time I called him, he was watching baseball games and making six <laughs> figures and right. made it look so easy. And I was like, wait a minute, we're working four jobs mm-hmm. to make six figures. Right. I can work one job and make six figures. Like, right. that's good math. Kind of no-brainer right? <laughs> that way. That's fair. That's right? Fair. So we ended up selling both of our businesses, and the person that bought my wedding store ended up moving it to Castle Rock, and it thrived there for many, many years. She just retired from doing that, Um, but it did really well. Um, The Springboro business did really well, and so we literally left, so we still have our house there, um, which was a good investment to make during the time. I was going to ask you, yeah. Crazy. Okay, okay. So we have a house there. Um, We buy a house here. When they were doing stated income, sure, um, interest-only loans wow. at 6%. I'm new to real estate, don't have a sphere, mm-hmm. I'm not from here, right. and my husband quit a state job. Like, wow. probably not the best math that we well, could have done, but we took a leap of faith. Okay. And so a month into it, my father-in-law was also doing multi-level marketing stuff, okay. Okay. and he hit it big. Wow. So he was like... Why am I going to sell real estate when I'm just making all of this money? Right. And so he was like, nothing happened. Nothing was wrong. He was just like, I don't want to work that hard. Okay. And so he was like, I'm out. And I was like, do you have a database or <laughs> smart anything you know, to like, questions to ask? Yeah. Anything to like follow up on? Mm-hmm. And and he he's a great guy, but he was like, no. Wow. And so I was like, so he was literally done. Okay. And I can remember going to my broker, going like, so I have two houses, mm-hmm. I have a baby, and my husband quit his amazing state job. Okay. I quit my amazing state job that you just can't go and get back. Sure. Those jobs are now gone. Right. Um, what do I do? <laughs> and um, they are the people that I respect and love the most, Nolan and Denise Burt. Okay. I don't know if you know them. Okay, no, I don't. So Denise um, is at a different company, but okay. they were like, we've got this. Like, we will help you and teach you what you need to know. Wow. And so they, and Ann Patterson, okay. and they taught me how to write contracts mm-hmm. Wow. and negotiate contracts and follow up with clients and do everything that I was supposed to do. And I literally held on to every client or potential client that came my way. Unreal. Because I didn't have anything else. You know, I didn't, I didn't have anything. Sure. And so real estate for me came kind of easy. Like okay. my grandfather was a realtor. Mm-hmm. My mom's in real estate. My aunts and uncles were in real estate. My wow. sister's in real estate. So I come, it kind of comes naturally to be in real estate. It's almost in your DNA. It's almost yeah. in my DNA. Okay. I think I might bleed. Is yes. there real estate blood? <laughs> it could come out. I'm, I'm <laughs> be sure. Be careful. Let's not let it come out. We, we don't want to see that today. <laughs> no. So, um, so I just started off, you know, having really organic successful growth because I was doing things the right way, okay. not the easy way. Which does matter and it makes a huge difference. It does. Yeah. It does. Because in this business, there are times where you can do what's right or what's easy. Mm-hmm. And to step back and go, I'm, I'm not going to do what's easy. I'm going to do what's right. 
because this is a very, well, it looks very big. Mm -hmm. This is a very small town. True. Where everybody knows everybody, everybody's connected to everybody. And um, I had a really great mentor when I first got into real estate who was like, you have to find a niche. Mm. And I was like, no. I'm going to sell this whole city. <laughs> this whole city's mine. I, this Watch whole city out. is mine. Yeah. I am native. This yeah. is mine. And he was like, no, it doesn't have to be like a specific neighborhood mm -hmm. per se. Um, but you have to pick a niche that you love. Like what puts okay. fire in your belly? Sure. And for the longest time I fought it because I was like, no, I'm going to sell to whoever comes my way. And then I started thinking, well, I need to have an avatar of like, who do I want to work with? Mm -hmm. Because we all know in any industry and in any business, there are clients that you love. Sure. And there are clients that suck the life out of you right. and make you feel really bad sure. about who you are and what you do. So I was like, I'm going to think of who I want to work with. Like, who am I excited about? Like, when they call, like, who do I feel like, ooh, mm -hmm. I love that phone call. Right. And for me, um, it was our military. Beautiful. Um, because... I have two brother-in-laws that are active duty. Okay. Um, my grandfather was in the military. Wow. Um, and my great uncle that I don't know if you saw passed away. He was a World War II oh, vet. I did not see that. Um, so I'm super proud of the military connections that I do have. Okay. But more importantly, like I've seen it from like an outsider perspective mm -hmm. of the hardships and the things that they experience when they're deploying and when they have kids and when they experience loss okay, and how that all translates. And coming from an outside, I was like, gosh, that is tremendous sacrifice mm -hmm. that while I respect and I don't fully understand because I don't want to personally, I don't think I'm strong enough to make that sacrifice. Okay. And I respect it tremendously. Because I see so many of my friends and my clients and my colleagues and my team that are like, I don't know if he's going to call. And, and even in real estate where we are getting ready to close and you have to do an alive and well before we can close on a transaction, mm -hmm. like, that's horrible. Right. Like, that's horrible. That you have to verify that someone is alive before they can close on a house. True. And so... I have tremendous, and I'm sure you can kind of feel my energy oh, right yeah, now because no, I'm like truly. I hope everybody can feel <laughs> that because this is this is very important yeah. know, to who you are and what you represent. So this is good for everybody. It's really like <clears throat> who I am because while a lot of realtors, and I'm not bashing my industry nope. or my colleagues, nope. are just like they see the military in in lots of facets because the military is what makes Colorado Springs breed. Uh, I agree. It's the heartbeat. Of our city. I agree. If we were to lose the military, the city would be nothing, it in my be, opinion. It would be in big trouble. It would. I mean, so while we have to respect them, we also have to respect that they do a lot for our community mm -hmm. and protect us from bad things that I don't even want to know about. Sure. Right? Truly. So I can remember like watching my clients' husbands like deploy and giving like the daddy bear to them, and I happened to be there. And I was crying and the mm -hmm. wife was consoling me. Mm -hmm. And and I was like, I can like your strength is unbelievable. Sure. Like I don't know how you do it. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Personally, truly. I just like, oh, I'm gonna have a baby. Like one of my clients and really great people that I love and respect, she's getting ready to have twins. Okay. And she already has three kids and he's deploying. Wow. And she already has a set of twins. And an older daughter. So she's going to be doing five kids 
by herself, all her husband's deployed. Like, that's sacrifice. That is, you know, and when they're like, when I work on Fort Carson, I'm a Mm -hmm. volunteer realtor on Fort Carson. Okay. And so when I'm in there and they're like, yeah, so we can just, you know, make anything work because we're going to be renting here for like five months and... And, you know, the kids can bump, bunk up and do all this. And I'm like, you have resilient kids. Okay. Because people don't realize that nowadays kids are like, I want my own bedroom. I want my own TV. I want my... And these kids are like, you're here. You're making friends. Oh, you know, mom or dad got orders. Sure. See you later. Now we're going. Mm-hmm. And just seeing, like, how amazing military families are and how they have to come together and become this amazing family unit sure. has been something that I've just really respected. Okay. And my piece of that is when they decide that they want to buy a house mm-hmm. is not saying, oh great, well you qualify for you know 500,000, let's sell you a house at 500,000. It's like, do you want to start at 350? Right. Do you want to see what you can get for 350? Because that gets you a substantial house here. Correct. You know, so let's go look there and see if you find anything and then bump up from there. Let's make sure we're staying in your BAH. Let's make sure we're making a wise investment so that if you want to rent it out, you can rent it out. If you don't want to rent it out, we're exploring other options that we're not just going like, oh, well, you want to buy a house in a brand new development that's going to take 10 years to build out and you're going to be competing with the builder. That's a fantastic idea. Uh, uh, yeah. So making sure that you're looking at their long-term making sure that when they PCS to Colorado Springs, Mm -hmm. that they have a place to live when they get here. Sure. Like before you're finding them a new build that's gonna take six months to build, like where are they gonna live in the meantime? Because the rental market is tough here, Mm -hmm. super tough. So just making sure that you're always doing what's right by people and never having it about your paycheck and never calculating your commissions is really, that's huge. The heartbeat of who we are. Truly. And, and I think that that's a huge indicator. Hopefully everybody caught those pieces. But if you're really looking at it from the standpoint of why you're doing this and what's going on, you care. It is not just about the paycheck no. for you. And you know, having that military tie and spacing that out, you have an impeccable reputation in this marketplace, as far as I'm concerned. Thank you. You know, with that Thank sphere. You. But it's important to know that there's so much more. It's not just short-term but long-term. And these are families. I mean, these are becoming members of your family through real estate. So Absolutely. there's a passion there. Now, this this is a beautiful kind of precursor into okay. what is your why, Treasure? I mean, truly, what gets you out of bed in the morning? What motivates you to do this every day to the high level that you do it at? I mean, what is that for you? So, I mean, first and foremost for me, it's my girls. Okay. I mean, they're my everything. Mm-hmm. Um and I would say for me, it's really my team. Okay. Like, wow, I miss them okay. on Fridays. Like, when I know I'm not going to see them for the weekend, mm-hmm. I truly miss them. Wow. Like, they are some of the best people in the industry that we just came together, again, very organically. Okay. Um, my, my dream was to never have a team. I didn't start off to have that kind of a dream. I didn't even, teams didn't exist when I got into real estate. Um, People had assistants, but teams weren't a thing. Um, You know, they were still kind of wondering if the internet was going to stay going (laughs) when I got into real estate. We still had MLS books. Yeah, there you go. Going back a little bit, everybody. (laughs) We still had phones on our desk. (laughs) 
left, you missed that phone call. Yes, it is gone. There was a cord attached to it. <laughs> there was. It didn't do this, though. <laughs> yeah, that, that's too far. That's yeah, too far. too far. So I think for us, it's really like seeing my team be successful and okay. seeing my team achieve everything that they hope and want for their families. Oh, man, it's a passion that drives me because okay. not only are they my colleagues, but they're some of the people that I respect the most in life and in business. Okay. And so I would say for me, it's part my family and building wise around like my family and where we see that dream and vision going. Okay. Um, so for example, my daughter was getting ready to study Pompeii. Oh. And so we had always had a dream of taking her while she was studying you know, certain things like the Mayan ruins. We wanted her to go Beautiful. see the Mayan ruins while yeah. she was studying the Mayan ruins. Okay. And so we were able to do that. Uh, and then she wow. was going to study Pompeii, and I was like, what better way than to see Pompeii? Right? I mean, truly. Right? And so um, we were able to take her to Pompeii, and she was able to bring some stuff back for her teacher. Um, and I'm like, that's my why. Like, that's, that's what drives me, because I'm building these experiences with my kids okay. that are not around material things. Right. They're not, I mean, the best Christmas I've ever had was when we were on the beach in Honduras, which is a third world country. Oh, okay. And I can remember driving to the beach and looking at people and the kids didn't have presents. They mm -hmm. didn't have trees. They didn't have all of this stuff, but you've never seen happier people hmm. because they had what mattered the most, which was their family and their friends. And you could see it. I didn't have to talk to them. Like you could see it driving through. They're all outside they're having, you know, dinner together. They're just really enjoying life. Like, for them, it's not about the material things. Sure. And so that was something that always stuck with me. Okay. And I can remember playing in the ocean with my daughter, and I'm like, in Honduras, and mm -hmm. I was like, this is what life is about. Hmm. This is what life is about for me. So for me, it's about those experiences that I have with my children. Love it. Because they're gone in an instant. You know, they're, they're going to college. They're having their own families, you sure. know. And while the... The dream will continue. It's just going to be a little bit differently where now it's just like our time with our girls. Sure. You know? and, and that's a big why. I mean, you're talking about your family, but then your team, which is a, a portion of your family too. Mm -hmm. and, and that's very evident. Anybody who knows you and knows your brand and your team, you can feel the love. I mean, just through social media posts and activities you guys do together. Yeah. So it's evident, at least from Thank an outside you. eye looking in. And, and I'm sure everybody out there will resonate or echo that. Um, exact nature. So I think that that's um, something for everybody to take away. And everybody has a different why and a different driving force, but I don't see anything better or higher than that. That's the people around you, the people you care for. Um, that's everything. And I think um, another piece of that is like the clients that I get to meet and I have the opportunity to assist and be a part of their lives. Mm -hmm. Like this year has been honestly the best year for me in real estate. Wow. Not, I mean, of course, transaction wise, sure. but more importantly, like I have clients coming back to me that were from 2009 that are like, we love you and we wouldn't use anybody else. And I'm like, that means so much to me. Or like this morning I was chatting with my very first real estate client. From 2005, like we are still great friends. She lives in Nebraska now, and okay. she is one of my biggest supporters. And she was like, "I saw the pictures of the office, and I just see what you're doing, and I'm just so proud of 
like where you are. And I love to tell my clients, like, look, I'm a big girl now. Okay. You know? but <laughs> I'm it's on so, my own. I made it. I yeah. know. It's just so great to have them still a part of my lives, and I'm still a part of their lives. So that that is a, a beautiful segue just for everybody to get a little bit deeper of an insight as far as what you do and how you do it. So I, I guess for the next question, and hopefully that'll, that'll tail into this, um, if you could kind of look at your career path and the time frame that you've done it in and accomplished so much in this time frame, if you could look at one or two things that you added, if it was a coach or if it happened to be a system or something that you did that elevated your business to the next level, what might that be or what did you do? So I guess for some advice for some of the newer real estate professionals out there or even some seasoned professionals that are trying to really elevate their game. So okay. what was that? So for me, it's 100% my coach. Okay. And I've okay. watched your show, so okay. I know lots of people say, their coach. Mm -hmm. I think that there's a trend to that that other real estate professionals should listen to is okay. like, while one system works for others, it's really a good idea for them to explore and see what coaching system works the best for them. Mm -hmm. I found a coaching system that not only does it provide great insight and great information, but if I want to revamp things and revise things, they freely share and I don't have to reinvent the wheel. Okay. But more importantly, the people in the coaching system are my best friends. Mm -hmm. And when we had the grand opening that you came to, okay, yeah. and thank you for that. Oh my gosh, treasure. And I just have to say this, anybody who wasn't there, they missed out on an awesome gathering. I mean, it was packed and this office is gorgeous. I mean, thank you guys you. can't see, I mean, we're in treasure's environment right now in her personal office, but there's custom, artwork on the walls, there's custom tables. I mean, really beautiful, beautiful stuff. So, Thank you. For sure. Thank you. So some of my friends, not all of them, but they flew across the country to be here for the grand opening. Wow. And that speaks volumes because they're mm. busy professionals sure. as well. You know, they're in the top 1% in Boston and Florida mm -hmm. and Tennessee, Chattanooga, you know, California, like they're in the top 1% of their markets as well. Wow. And for them to take time to come and be a part of something so important for me, I was like, gosh, what an amazing adventure that I'm on mm -hmm. and that I get to be a part of strictly because I was like, I'm going to learn and be coachable. Right. So that was something that, but before I got into coaching, okay. I had mentors in Colorado Springs. Oh, you know, I, I aligned myself with people that mentored me along the way, whether they were at the same company that I was at mm -hmm. or not. It didn't matter because they came along in the journey. Sure. And some of them believed in me before I even knew what to believe in myself. Wow. And that's, that's really powerful because they're technically competitors. Mm -hmm. Sure. But we didn't see it that way. Okay. And um I aligned myself my whole career with people that have always been, you know, they've always been smart, hungry, and humble. Lovely. And it's really, I think, made me who I am today and really aligned with how I want my reputation to be in Colorado Springs. Sure. Um, and so I would say, you know, if you aren't ready to get into coaching, mm -hmm then align yourself with people in this industry that will help you and come alongside of you right. to teach you things and mentor things. And, you know, even 
um, some of my best friends at Remax, you know, mm -hmm. where I work, yeah. um, when we had vacations or things, we'd cover each other um, and support each other and just be like, hey, I have this situation, like, what do you think? And, and that's really been a phenomenal piece of my business is aligning myself with amazing realtors that technically are competitors, but they're not. They're sure. best friends. And they're people that also came to the grand opening and wow. support the journey because great realtors, there's enough abundance in this mentality mm -hmm. that other realtors don't have to um, take other realtors out sure. to get their name Or heard. hide information and they're too afraid to share. Right. Know, that sort of thing. And so that's something that you know, the, the players in the market when I got into the business have always been the players in the market. Uh -huh. And I never looked at them and said, I'm going to take them out. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to take what they have. Wow. I have never done that. I've That's never good. spent my time looking at people's numbers mm -hmm. to see what they're doing and how can I get a piece of that pie? Never done that. Sure. Since 2005, that's never been who I am. I've always been like, like a you versus you can, mm -hmm. you know, mentality. Like, That's okay, beautiful. I did this. Okay. I'm going to do this next year. I'm going to see what I need to do to get there. And it's always been just a gradual step. Right. I've never looked at it and said like, Oh, I'm going to take them out. And I have people that come up to me and they're like, yeah, so I'm going to kick your ass next year. Oh and my, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> What do you say to that? Right. Uh, like, thank you. I know. I'm like, uh, good luck. Yeah. I'm like, great. Yeah, like, I don't know what to say to that. But sure. That's weird. Yeah. That's something that, it's like when people are like, oh, that's an unusual name. And I'm like, yeah. That's, that's the name. <laughs> Didn't change it to this. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> My dad's watching this and he's like, Hardy right uh, now. Hard, yes. <laughs> like yes. it. I, I helped name her. Uh, I, I think that you had a lot of really good uh, facets inside there. I, I mean, starting with the coaching, mm -hmm. I, I think that that's a, a reoccurring thing with the top or upper echelon of professionals in most fields, not just real estate. For sure. Um, so could we maybe give a shout out to your coach or is that yeah. something that you don't want to share? No, I'm okay, happy okay, to cool, share cool, that. Cool. Yeah. So I'm coached with Tom Ferry. Okay. Very um, cool. Very cool. And, um, I, I coached with another system before that. Okay. So I did coaching at Remax. Mm -hmm. They had a system called P4, which was, okay. sorry, my phone just dropped. You're good. <laughs> so, um, I coached with P4 and it was phenomenal. And then I just got to this plateau where I was like, I'm ready for something more. Okay. And, and not that I outgrew it. I was just like, I want to see what else is out there. So I tried a coaching system and it, it just wasn't for me. Okay. And so then I was at R4 and I mm -hmm. happened to hear Tom Ferry talk. Awesome. And um, I was like, that's that's who I am. Okay. Now it took me eight months to sign up after right. I heard all that because it's a, it's a big expense. Sure, for sure. And so I was like, I don't know. Now looking back, I wish that I would have encouraged myself to do it sooner. Earlier, yeah. Mm -hmm. Gosh. But... It's scary, you right. know, to pay that amount of money for someone to tell you what to do. Mm -hmm. Like, And you think, oh, I'm doing pretty well. You know, what's this person going to tell me that I don't already know? Right. But and girls are pretty bossy anyway. I love it. I love it. <laughs> strength is strength. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. We're, we're boss babes. Like, mm -hmm. we got this. We, I love we it. We run the world. Yeah. Run the world. So. Truly. Yes. So, I would say probably coaching. Okay. Um, and I would also say just really staying, like, true 
to who you are mm -hmm. and not trying to look at what everybody else is doing around you. Right. Because it gets very deflating and deflating right. of, well, I'm not doing that and I'm not getting this and I'm mm -hmm. not doing that. It's like, focus on what you are and who you are and stay true to who you are mm -hmm. through this process because this business is... I mean, it'll eat you up. Truly, yeah, it, it really will. Yeah. It really will. And you it's have to everybody. stay true to you and how you want to work and what you want your reputation to be. Okay. And sometimes it's hard. Yeah. So. But you just keep moving forward. And uh, back to uh, something that you mentioned earlier is that mentor, mentee opportunity. Yes. And, you know, when times are tough and you go through, it's nice to have the guidance and the mentors around you. And now I think this is a wonderful time for you to continually give back to your team and, yes. and mentor them and as things are going, I mean, so it's, it becomes a shift, yes. right? And that's the beauty of that. I mean, and successful people want to share, going back to what you said earlier, yes. it's truly not being selfish with the knowledge. There's plenty of business out there. Yes. Really understanding that and surrounding yourself with more successful people, smarter people, faster, better people, we all accelerate our lives, but you always want to try to help where you can Absolutely. But just know that, again, that guilty by association scenario is true. Yes. Personally and professionally, that's who you become. Top five, top five, either way. So I think that there's a lot of really good information in there, being true to you, the coaching, the mentoring. So many people need to really listen to this because this breaks down the fundamentals. And I've heard this from time to time from other titans as well. Yes. And again, you guys are not all created equal. There's a reason why you're in that level that you are and have that background that you have. Mm -hmm. So, um, no, that's a great, great ad. So thanks for sharing that, Treasure. Um, so the next question into this, you okay. know, going to it. So we'll, we'll go a little deeper, uh -oh. you know, on Treasure just to kind of see what we got. Have I already done that? No, yes, we have. <laughs> we're, going, we're going even more. Okay. So um, essentially we all go through challenges in our lives, right? And I think that's really what makes us who we are. And at the end of the day, when things are good, we can all go through that, it's easy street. But those challenges really mold us and shape us. Um, so if you could pinpoint one or two challenges that really stick out to you that you overcame, that made you a stronger person after the fact, what, what does that look like for you? Gosh, I've had a lot of challenges in my life. Okay. I know that it looks all roses sure but it, it has not been all roses okay and I think you know a little bit about my story a little okay but let's let's share oh we're gonna there. share yeah, I could have just leave her right there <laughs> hold on we're gonna go off live for a <laughs> <Yeah>. second <laughs> let's do that please so um in 2008 we got pregnant okay and um I was um nervous that I was gonna have another preterm baby okay um I didn't and he did not survive childbirth. Wow. So he was stillborn. Um, and so I went from going to the doctor's office on Friday, mm -hmm. saying he's perfect, he could come today, he'll be amazing, and I'm not trying to scare no, you. No, no, don't, no, no. Uh, don't no, think about this kind of stuff. No, no. <laughs> Try not to, mental, yeah. mental block. Yeah, yeah. block this yes. out of your mind. <laughs> Um, but going from that situation to having my baby shower on Saturday okay. and Sunday morning waking up going, I don't feel I'm moving. There's something, I don't feel I'm moving. Okay. And then coming to the realization that he's not going to live. Okay. And um, then going from 
I have a real estate career. Mm -hmm. I have transactions going on. Sure. I have people counting on me. And I'm burying my son. And I went from having a baby to planning a funeral for my wow. son. Like, and there's no, like, life insurance mm -hmm. because he's technically not born. Right. And paying for the funeral is the same cost as... <sighs> other funerals right so going like how how are we going to pay for this and and this grief that you have and this guilt that you have over if I would have just told the doctor sure take him Friday he would have been here but there was nothing wrong he right. was perfect like he came out weighing over six pounds like he was perfect wow. so from going to that and going to have clients that counted on you mm -hmm. and you don't care about any of it. None of it. Just gone. Done. Yeah. Okay. You go from, I'm a successful, thriving mom. I have everything going for me. I'm on top of the world to, why do I have to eat again? Mm -hmm. Is a really hard, I mean, I'm going super deep. No, 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 this is like, good. Here this we go. Your, eye, your eyebrows have like turned on Yes, me. yes. Are you leaving? No, I'm not leaving. <laughs> Hopefully everybody's listening. Hopefully everybody's listening to this. Yeah. So, so I think something that got me through it and pulled me through it um, was honestly my clients okay. because wow. I mean my family was there but they were in the midst of the guilt as well mm -hmm. you know they were coming to bury their grandson as well they you know my daughter had lost her brother you know and wow. we had to do all this stuff that we didn't even know existed like mm -hmm. I had no idea any of this existed Right. I mean, I heard the babies didn't make it, but I had no idea it was full term. Like, right. I was completely oblivious to life. Sure. Um, and so my clients are the ones that, I mean, and obviously my faith, mm -hmm. which is why I have it tattooed on okay. my wrist. All right. Um, is because that's really what pulled me through that time. Mm -hmm. So Angela, who you met, mm -hmm. who's my listing yeah. manager, yeah. she was one of my clients at the time. Okay. And at the time, she, so I had my real estate colleagues and my friends um, step in and take over my business for me, which was phenomenal. I mean, wow. that's, that, I think that's a really true testament to who you are, mm -hmm. is when you have a tragedy and people are like, I got this. Mm -hmm. Let me help you. I don't need a referral fee. Like, let's just, you know, get this going. When the chips are down, that's really, you know who your real friends are, you know for who sure. your confidants are. I mean, when, every, when everything's good, everybody wants to be around. Right. So that's... That's a big lesson. So I learned in that time, like, who really were my friends. Mm -hmm. um, this is probably your heaviest interview you've done, isn't it? This is. This is good. <laughs> this is really good. Okay. Treasure. Yeah. So, um, so they jumped in, and Angela was my client at the time, mm -hmm. and she canceled her listing. And I can remember thinking, not only did my son just pass away, right. but now I'm not going to have that business. This, yeah. Like. Okay. Kick a girl when well, she's dead. What else is going to happen? Just <laughs> right? keep it rolling. I was just like, <laughs> okay, God, I'm not a badass. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> I'm not. Sorry, I'm cussing a little. Oh, no, you're good. You're okay. good. Oh, that's good. Okay. That's good. This is an adult show. Okay. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep it That's fair. Clean. That's fair. So, um, so, but fast forward, like, because she came back to me, mm -hmm. like, 
six months, eight months later, they called me and said, because I never followed back up with them. I was okay. like, well, clearly they're done and clearly I'm done. Right. And she called me and she's like, we're ready for you to list our house. And I'm like, well, well what happened? And she mm-hmm. was like, we wanted to use you. And we were willing to wait because we wanted to use you. We wanted you to be wow. a part of our journey. And I was like, wow. Unreal. Like, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have some clients who um, were in the military and I can remember like people like were like, you, you know, you've got to get up and you've got to do this for your daughter. And I was like, I, I can't. Sure. And I can remember like my family being over and they were trying to like, you know, get me to get out of the house. And I was like, I, I can't leave. I can't do this. I didn't even know that the market in 2008 had downturned okay. because I was in my own struggles you were, yeah. and I still sold 20 houses. Wow. I don't even remember how 20 houses got sold that year. <laughs> Piece together somehow. Thankfully, I mean, I had great friends that were realtors that helped mm-hmm. out, but I can remember one of my clients calling me and saying, I have tickets to the Broadmoor okay. tonight okay. to see Vince Gill and Amy Grant oh. sing acoustic. Cool. It's for only certain military members, okay. and I would like to bring you as my guest. Hmm. It was for like... 20 people. Wow. Maybe 30 people. Super intimate. And I was like, no, 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 Like, I could never go. And I hung up the phone, and my family was like, hey, what's going on? And I was like, oh, just one of my clients wanted me to go to sing. And they were like, mm-hmm. you need to go to that. Like, you can't get that experience back. Like, you'll never be invited to something like that again. Sure. And so I can remember going, and like, I sat in the car the whole time, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't have anything to say. You know, because I, I hadn't driven. Mm-hmm. I hadn't, like, I completely lost everything of who I was. Yeah. And so I was sitting in the car, and I was like, sorry, like, I don't have anything to, like, say. Mm-hmm. Super awkward. Like, I know you love me, and you invited me. So right. we go to the concert, and I can remember sitting there, and I can remember for the first time I smiled. And I was like, that was really a nice time. Wow. And so we drove home and I talked a little bit more. And then the next day, it was like one of our beautiful Colorado sunshine days where the weather's perfect, mm-hmm. there's no breeze, like yeah. you're just like, uh. and I went outside and I was like, just the sun beating on me, I'm like, the sun's going to shine again. Wow. And I just had all of these clients keep coming back to me in that time where I was not looking for sure. them. Sure. But they were like, we waited for you. Mm-hmm. We wanted you. Like, we know your ethics and your standards and what you're going to do for us, and we wanted you. Yeah. And looking back on that time, while it was a hardship for sure, I don't oh, wish yeah. anybody to ever lose a child. Like, yeah. it really, that's when I was like, I'm in this business for not only I can help people negotiate through mm-hmm. and make sure that they're making a wise investment with their biggest financial decision. Oh, yeah. But it's also becoming part of their lives as little or as much as that is, right? I mean, for everybody, it's a little bit different, you know. For some, like when my colonel retired from the Air Force Academy, I went to his retirement party and was so proud to be a part of that event with them. And for other people, you know, it's like, good luck to you. We still stay in touch on Facebook Mm -hmm. and all of that. But it's just, you know, varying levels of relationships. I don't want people to think like, once you use treasure, like she's at your table like yeah, this. Yeah. Not everybody. Yeah, not, <laughs> not everybody. everybody yeah. But there's just some people that you know mm-hmm. that you just like gel with and you have this connection with. Right. And because I built my avatar early on of what I wanted my clients to look like, mm-hmm. 
I've been very, very blessed with the people that have come into my life that are some of my nearest and dearest friends. Wow. So that's huge. Yeah. And just all the way through treasure. And you know, thanks for sharing that because that was not easy to share. No. So I already appreciated that. Um, I think that it's hard to describe, um, what you've been through. There's several people out there, hopefully that have seen that resonated with it. Ultimately, I take it away from everybody's background that we never want to judge a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. And we might have days that we're down and we might deal with issues ourselves, but somebody has it worse. Life is so precious. Mm-hmm. And I think that Hopefully everybody takes it from that. And again, thanks for sharing because that's not easy. It literally changes literally in a moment. Like in a moment. Right. Life can knock you flat on your back. And walking this journey of life, I've seen some of my nearest and dearest friends experience great tragedy. Mm -hmm. And who shows up to be by their side. And that's really... Like the grand opening, mm-hmm. you know, you invite all these people. Sure. No one RSVPs anymore. No one. You have no <laughs> yeah. idea if sure. one person's gonna show up, if yeah. it's just gonna be like your mom and dad, and right. you're like, good job, honey. <laughs> this is beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. And I'm like, thanks, guys. Yeah. You know. Sure. <laughs> or who's gonna show up from the community? Right. And I was really humbled that night when it was other realtors mm-hmm. and other professionals and other people from the community that came. And, you know, my real estate colleagues from across the country, mm-hmm. my coach, like my coach came awesome. from Kentucky to be here and be a part of it. And it was really humbling to see, like, who showed up. Sure. You know, like, that's who shows up in your life. Like That's your love. So thank you for being there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't miss it. I really Yeah, thank it. you. It meant a uh, lot. Yes. I mean, it was just such a such an exciting time. And, again, it was packed. I mean, you know. It was packed wall to wall. I, I saw you, and I was like... Hey, treasure. And then, like, you, everybody wanted to talk to you, so but it was a good yeah. time for sure. Thank you. Uh, so on a on a slightly softer note, okay, let's uh, do you it. Know, let, let's take it and switch gears to a slightly different question. So if you could go back in time, treasure, and give a piece of advice or two to your younger self, okay, and it could be personally, professionally, what what might that be? What would you advise your young version uh, with? So. Um... I would say a couple of things. The first thing I would say is always take the time every year to look at where you were. Okay. Because you forget that along the way. All right. Um, like I was reminded of that literally yesterday by one of my teammates. Okay. She was like, I know you're kind of having a hard day, but remember this, you said you wanted to do this and you've done this. And I was like, you're right. All right. I have done that. Okay. Thank you for reminding yes. me. Yes. Like that's awesome. And that's who I've surrounded myself with. Big. And so taking the time to like look back at where you have been mm-hmm. and what you want to do. Again, it's you versus you, right? right? I'm not looking at anybody else. I'm looking at where I've been and where I'm going and who I want to surround myself with and the journey that I want to go on and the dreams that I've had. Mm-hmm. And in coaching, looking back year over year, like I got to the point where I was like, I don't know what to dream anymore. Like this building was a dream that I never thought I would have, you know, and Mm -hmm. now to be here and be like, it turned out better than I dreamt. Uh Like it's a really amazing thing to experience. Okay. So I would say taking the time to look back and remember where you came from and remember who you are. Beautiful. Um, the other thing I would say, because I have younger kids, Mm -hmm. um, is 
taking the time to be present, actually present in the moment. Wow. And putting the phone down mm -hmm. and just being there. It doesn't have to be like a lot of times with women. Mm -hmm. I'm sure this is for men, but I'm okay. not a man, so okay. I can't speak the that's, man role. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. So um, we experience guilt for being away from our kids. Okay. Because we have friends that stay at home mm -hmm. and they don't understand why we're choosing mm -hmm. to not be with our kids. Right. And so sometimes they say things that they don't mean. They assume best intentions from mm -hmm. other people, right? right? And they say things and you're like, you know, they're like, do you feel bad that, you know, you missed them eating their first cupcake at preschool? And I'm like, no. no. <laughs> Can't say no, what I yeah. do. Like, I schedule the things that are important to me, like right. kindergarten graduation. Sure. I'm there. Field trips. I, I may not go to all of them, but when I go to one, I'll actually be there. Right. And a lot of people are like, well, I spend all day with my kids, but is it really actual quality time? Mm -hmm. And I'm not knocking them. I'm just no, saying every woman has a journey and everybody mm -hmm. has a plan that they want to follow. For sure. And for me, it's always been, I want to teach my girls that they can kind of have it all. They can be successful, yeah. strong women right. and, you know, build the life that they want to build. and. Mm -hmm bring my kids alongside them. You know, I, I feel like, I hope that when they look back at this, they realize that I've taught them to have a really great work ethic. Mm -hmm. Like they deliver Popeyes in our neighborhood. Oh, that's great. They get that's their great. little wagon that's and awesome. they pull them down the street. And I'm like, this is, you know, when I was growing up, I did it for my dad's business. Okay. I delivered door knockers, you know, like door hangers on there. Sure. Um, that's just, who we came from right. and I think it teaches a work ethic that I want my children to have right and so I think for me that's been a really huge part okay. of who I am and you know what I want to carry on for others sure to see so I, I think that's a really good takeaway is being present being in the moment and, and being intentional with that because I, I mean I know that everybody has a different walk of life or example of what a good parent is or what time frame is but it's got to fit for you and your representation right yeah. you have to live with your decisions but I think that more people out there myself included we all need to be more present um, there, there's so many distractions there's so much technology there's so much innovation that's happening inside here that time flies by it does. and every at least for me I don't know about for you but every year I get older it goes faster Yes. And it's just, and the fact that I'm so blessed and so is my wife for us to be pregnant right now, that it's, it's putting a completely different spin on things too. So, but really picking and choosing, being intentional with your time. I mean, that's beautiful advice. It doesn't matter young treasure or, you know, later on in life, everybody needs that piece yes. for sure. And so. even if it's just like a lot of people get hung up on the amount of time. Right. It just needs to be like last night I played hide and go seek with my daughter. Okay. Like just playing hide and go seek for a couple minutes. Sure. The phone's put away and we're playing hide and go seek. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. Right. Or I'm going to do homework with you. I'm going to put my phone away, you know, for 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do homework with you. I'm going to be right here right now. Then I'm going to read a book to you at bedtime. But in the meantime, mm -hmm. I have to do a couple of phone calls or do something else. And I think they get it and mm -hmm. they understand it. And when we go on our trips and we do our vacations, like I'm always really good at pointing out to them, like we're here because right. we achieved this because mm -hmm. like who, where we are now is because of the work that 
you know, we've put in to get where we are sure. now. You started here. I mean, you wouldn't have gotten to here without doing that in the beginning. Right. So, but that's a good perspective and a good way, as far as I'm concerned, for them to understand you know, yeah. and respect that path. Um, so that's really great advice. So hopefully everybody, uh, you know, knock that one down because that's a really good one. And I know that Young Treasure would really appreciate that. She would sure. appreciate I, that. I, I she think would so. like that. <laughs> I, I'm pretty positive. I'm pretty positive. Uh, so going into uh, mindset processes, education, things along those lines, I mean, what books are you reading, uh, maybe podcasts you're listening to, or influencers you're following on social media that really get you going uh, for other people to maybe read or to, to look up into uh, for business or personal? What, what, what are those for you? So I just started a book called um, The Sales Acceleration Formula. Okay. I, I have, just I have not, started I have that. Not, I have not read so, it, so don't quiz me on it. Okay. I literally no. am like on page five. <laughs> That's totally um, cool. But I'm always reading. So I read, well, technically I'm on page 10 because I read 10 pages every single day. Okay. I have a very strict morning routine. Wow, it's okay. a very strict morning Like down to how many pages of the book I read. All right. Here's kind of an offshoot, but you mentioned morning routine. Would you mind sharing what that kind of is to get sure. you going? I mean, because that's very insightful as well. Okay. So here's a little peek into my life. Oh, this yeah. is great. This okay. is great. So um, I'm up at 530. Okay. Um, well, I'm up at five. Mm -hmm. um, I'll usually like journal and write down some things that yeah. I've had on my mind over the night or just things that I want to kind of write down that I don't want to forget. Okay. Um, I also listen to a 5 a.m. call. Um, wow. I usually lay in bed to listen to it. Sure, sure. Um, I'm up at 5.30. I'm to the gym by 6 okay. um, every day. Awesome. Um, I work out until 7, get okay. home. The morning is for my kids to get ready for school. Great. But going back to that, so okay. I get up. I listen to my 5 a.m. call. Mm -hmm. I journal. Um, I drink a full glass of water. Okay. I'm like no, no, that's important. That's important. That's, yeah, because you're dehydrated. Fun. Correct, correct. And then I read 10 pages of my book. Okay. Um, I don't get on my phone to check um, Facebook or anything. You haven't I touched that. Have not touched Whoa, it. Whoa, okay. Other than to listen to my call, right. but I'm not on scrolling around or doing anything like that. Okay. Um, and then when I get home, I get my kids ready for school, and then I get myself ready. I'm to the office here. The whole team is here by 8.45. Wow. We do a check-in with each other every single day. Okay. And we have a process that we follow. Mm -hmm. So we talk about what we're grateful for, what our win was yesterday, what our goal is of the day, and what our affirmation is. Wow. And we do that every single day as a team. Oh, my gosh. And then we have a checklist of what we do together. So then we get in and we make our calls together of who we're going to call and what we need to follow up on. And we do all that. Okay. And we do that as a team. And then we talk about like objections or things that have come up so that we mm -hmm. can learn from each other and things that are changing. So we do that every single day. So my day starts off at five okay. and then I really get into really the business. Okay. 9.15 mm -hmm. is really when I'm in, but I'm in the office in the meantime. And sure. obviously things come up before that, you know, but we really try to work our day around that. So if a Love client it. is like, I want to close at eight, we'll close them the night before. Okay. And then they fund, you know, sure. at eight. Oh, yeah. So that we're able to hit their goal, but it doesn't doesn't affect it doesn't process. affect this process that we mm -hmm. have because in that process and when we do it the most and when it means the most is when we don't want to do it. Absolutely. When we're having like Wow, that was I, that hopefully you heard that. That's big. Good. Yeah. Good. So when we don't want to do it is really when mm -hmm. it means the most yep. to do it. True. So, and we've had 
hardships on our team and we've had tragedies on our team with our teammates and we have come together and been by each other's side okay. in ways that is phenomenal, you know, and something that I think everybody dreams of with colleagues and their coworkers right. of this is what I hope we really have. A culture, so, a true family. A culture. true culture. Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. That, so that was kind of an offshoot, so I didn't so, mean to drag you. I guess yeah. back to books. Back to yeah, books. Yeah, so I'm reading that book. Okay. Um, as far as like podcasts and things that I'm doing, like, so this arm bleeds real estate. Okay. And this arm bleeds like Tom Ferry. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So anything Tom Ferry, anything Bill Pipes, anything from my coach, the coaches, um, a lot of the people in the coaching network are tremendous speakers. They have tremendous content and value. Anything that they're doing um, from our team plus, like I'm all into what they're doing. Okay. Um, okay. And we just went to an event in Charleston mm -hmm. for Boomtown, which is one of our platforms that we use. Wonderful. And it was really phenomenal to see how many of us were speakers hmm. at that event that are in that Tom Ferry family. Wow. So, um, that was really phenomenal. And it was really great for like people from the outside to see us. Like we really do like travel together, like mm -hmm. we migrate together, like we really want to be together. Like sure. we're really I would say that there's a hand there's probably two handfuls of them that I could literally call right now and they'd be like, Hey treasure, like what do you need? Like wow. what's up? What what are we doing? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I wanna revise my whole listing presentation and I'll have ten of them in minutes. Like yeah, you can't pay for that. No, you, you can't pay for that. Wow. So. Okay, but that's light attracting light. I think that's successful people cultivating around each other yeah. and they're growing together. That's huge. absolutely so. That's huge. The podcast is anything that Tom Ferry is doing. Okay. I'm there. Like we had a great opportunity to go to Miami to hear hear Gary Vaynerchuk. Oh yeah, Gary's great. Yes, and so with the coaching experiences that we have, like. We were able to listen to the Tom Ferry, Gary Vaynerchuk show, mm -hmm. and then he came to dinner with us. Oh, wow. So great. we had dinner with Tom Ferry, Gary Vaynerchuk, mm -hmm. um, and a lot of other, you know, really phenomenal people like Chris Smith, um, who does Curator, okay. um, and just really great people at that event. Like, Gary was like sitting across like, hey, what do you, you know, like, hey, yeah. super casual, sure. not a care in the world, like, yeah. that's a phenomenal experience. Probably in his t-shirt, you yeah. know. It's yeah, yeah, and we took a picture where we were both, like, leaning, because we were talking to each mm -hmm. other, and we, like, leaned over, and we took a picture, and I was like, that's such a fun picture to have, <laughs> like, great. we were posed like this, right, like, right. we were, like, literally having a conversation, and we, awesome. you know, posed, yeah. so... No, he's a good guy. Yeah. You know, very aggressive, very straightforward. Super aggressive. You can learn so much from his mindset and thought process. There's a lot of professionals yes. out there. So just be ready for the language. Yeah, a little, little harsh, a little harsh. But um, if you can block that out and really just take the pieces from it, you can learn a lot. That's how I, I take Gary, and I've had several interactions with him over my life, and he's just a good guy. So, yes. hey, Gary, if you're watching, you're probably not watching, but if you are, you never, you, know. you never know. You never know. Yeah, so at that event, I told him that he's one of the reasons that I got into coaching. Oh. Because at that R4 event, there was another coach that got up first, and the coach, in my opinion, is old school, works for some people, sure. not for me. Sure. And then Gary got up right after him and was like, that was the worst thing I have ever heard in my life. And everybody was like, like, this guy's a big time coach. Sure. Like he's very respected. Mm -hmm. 
And Gary just was like, wiped it out. No, that was stupid. That was the worst thing I've ever heard. (laughs) And then Tom Ferry gets up afterward, and I was like, no one should follow that. Like, we should just be like, thank you. Let's leave. Let's break for lunch. (laughs) Drop the (laughs) mic. And Tom got up after that, and he was like, look, this works for some, this works for others. Mm -hmm. You got to find what works good for you. And this is what I do, and this is my innovation, and this is how I do my thing. And I was like, yes. Okay. So. I'm a huge Tom Ferry okay. fan. Cool. He's my, one of the greatest mentors of my life. Like, awesome. I can text him, and he will text me back wow. in minutes. And it's been proven time and time again that it's not about, again, the money that he makes. Mm-hmm. Like, he's building a culture with his coaching clients that we want to have in our industries and with our teams. Wow. And that's powerful. For sure. So... No, and that that's all great, you know, as far as pieces to pull. Everybody uh, that's that's watching this, uh, as usual, I'm going to put links in the description or comment section below, uh, the books, podcasts, things like that, yeah. so that way they can just look it up um, if they don't have access to and it. And most so. of Tom's stuff is free for people to just get into and okay. get into. Like, he has a YouTube show that people can watch and ah. get a lot of insight from, so they don't have to be in coaching to... To take some to of that. To take data. some of that, yeah, and figure out if it's something that works good for you or not. Okay. So Cool, yeah. cool. All right, so okay. last question to wrap this up, Treasure. This has been awesome. Okay. Uh, so if you could sum up your brand, your representation, with a mantra or a quote, uh, something along those lines, what, what do you live by? What, what does that look like for you, your brand? Um, so a quote that I live by is, do what you love, serving clients that you love, for the people you love. And that is really who I am. Like, I love my clients, I love my family, and I love what I do. And I'm thankful and blessed every single day that I have this opportunity. Because in real estate, Mm -hmm. as you know, the failure rate is like 87%. It's huge. It's crazy because Mm -hmm. people get into it thinking... I'm gonna make six figures and I'm gonna go to baseball games every day. I can do this, yeah, right? They can do it. Who who thinks like that? (laughs) I don't know who thinks like that. But it comes down to like, how hard are you going to work Mm -hmm. and how are you going to actually do what's right for your clients? Right. And I think in that becomes success. So that's perfect. And, uh, you know, I, I think that sums up you and your brand completely, Treasure. So, again, Thank thanks so much for being on the show. This was amazing. Um, thanks, everybody, so uh, for tuning in and, and definitely paying attention for your time and everything that's going on. Uh, as always, this is every Tuesday afternoon and Friday afternoon um, on live. So, uh, and we're interviewing, again, going through around the top titans um, in our field. And, Treasure, I would have to say, and I'm pleased to say, that you are now officially a real estate titan in my book. So thanks Thank so much you. for being Wait, show. wait, before we oh, end Oh, gosh. I have a question. Here we go. We, yeah. This is thrown out here. I know. Oh, gosh. Okay. I, I asked you before we started the show, yes. like, if I could ask you some questions. Yeah. I have one. <laughs> I have one. All right. This is not planned. I have no clue. I so. know. All right, everybody. He's, like, shaking my hand like I'm a titan. Uh, I'm your favorite real uh, estate titan. Like, what are you talking that's, about? That's great. <laughs> Tell everybody, for people that don't know, like, why do you do this show? Like, sure. I think it's important for people to know, like, you ask us about our success and our why and who we are. Like, I think it's important for people to know, like, who are you and why do you do this? And what's your why and what's your mantra? And like, sure. who are you? 
I think that, well, I'll answer the first, first question because that's a whole nother episode, I guess, if oh you guys want to get to know I'm going to interview you then. Hey, let's, we'll spin the okay. camera around on the next okay. one. So, but I, I guess um, the show itself, Treasure, and for me, it's all about the real estate professionals, but those top tier professionals. Not all of you are created equal, and I have a lot of friends that are not in the industry that don't really understand. They said, so can a realtor buy and sell a house? Or aren't they, can't they all do the same things? No, they can't. I mean, truly, if you look at it in the simplistic forms, yes, they can all help buy and sell. But those top professionals, there's so much difference. It's not just production. It's mindset, it's morals, it's ethics, it's drive, direction that they're going with their business. And I want more people to know, not just top professionals or regular real estate professionals in our market, but also in other markets, but to the consumers, to the buyers and sellers. If one person watches this that has a certain representation of what a realtor is or what a lender is or builder developer, and they watch this and they say, oh my gosh, I had no idea that they're people, right? Mm -hmm. I had no idea that they truly care and they're not just in it for a paycheck. Um, so really, I guess I'm kind of on a crusade uh, to represent the real estate industry in the highest of levels and the highest of lights, but then also giving insight to other professionals as to how can you get there? Look, we're all starting in a different plane and we all come from different walks of life. We all have different whys, different challenges, but the top producers are the top producers and they all get there differently. So I want to show everybody that you can do it and nothing can stop you. So hopefully... You know, this show is just starting out, and hopefully it's representing that to, to the masses. But, uh, yeah, we'll definitely have to save the Greg questions. Because I'm going to interview you. Yeah, I got I'm, some questions. I'm totally down with that. One of yeah. my buddies, uh, he kind of said the same thing. And we'll wrap it up. I'm sorry, everybody. I don't want to ramble. But uh, one of my buddies was said, hey, Greg, we should interview you. And, and, and he said, um, you know, the man behind the tie. I mean, I said, okay, yes. well, that's fine, whatever. But, uh, no, I appreciate that, Trevor. No, it's good. And I think it gives people an insight to also who you are and why you're doing this show. Because I went through, as I've been watching this, and I'm like, mm -hmm. why is he doing this? Like. Right. What, what's his why? And so thank you for sharing that with for everybody because sure. I know that they want to know as well. All right. Well, hi, everybody. The top producers want to know <laughs> why are you doing this show. That's right. The real estate titans. The real estate sure. titans want to know. <laughs> so, but yes. thanks, Treasure. Again, thank I appreciate you. your time and everything that's going on. Again, thanks so much, everybody. Um, we'll catch you on the next one. Have a good week. See you later. Bye.